Vantage Point Racing Podcast. All you ever wanted to know about racehorse ownership and more. Go behind the scenes with me, Ilka against Sarah Levesque, and get to know the stars of this wonderful sport of kings. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Vantage Point Racing Podcast. Happy New Year. It's great to have you all back. Hi, Stephen. How was your Christmas? Very good. Thank you. Uh, family Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, how was your family Christmas? I know you celebrate Christmas Day on Christmas Eve. Yeah, exactly. We do. We do the German way. So we had a nice Elias sang in church on Christmas Eve. Then we did our um, presents on Christmas Eve. I got Stefan a beautiful painting from uh, Terry Lindsay. Uh, she's an artist um, in Vermont. And I got him a very nice big oil on canvas um, called uh, Racing Dreams. It's four foals laying in the field, soaking up vitamin D from the sun. So um, that was a big surprise. And uh, he was happy about it. And then we had a nice, quiet Christmas day because we only had one runner in that kind of week. So we didn't have to be full on. Like there's jumping yards. They do whatever, a full regular five lots on a Christmas day. But um, we were, you know, with our runners, uh, we were able to have an easy day that day. And it's nice not to have to rush around and be on the road since our families are far away. So we we always opt to stay home. And um, then we don't have to, you know, kill yourself getting to all these relatives on the road. So it's it's a nice, it's a nice way to have a quiet day. Well, on the first episode of the Vantage Point Racing Club for 2023, I've got a short Q&A with Cambridgeshire winning jockey George Wood. Ilka's going to talk about syndicate ownership. We're also going to find out more on Just Once and hear the winner of the travel mug for the Christmas competition in episode six. But I thought we'd start, Ilka, with the short Q&A I did with um, George Wood and just... Before that, uh, the previous guest on our Q&A, uh, Nick Schofield, he tipped a 50-to-1 winner yesterday at um, at Sandown, uh, wishing and hoping. So uh, perhaps when he finishes, uh, finishes riding, he should become uh, a tipster in the Racing Post. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, he knows his stuff, um, Nick. Let's hear what George had to say with the short Q&A. What does Christmas mean for a British flat race jockey? Um, it can be a busy time of the year. Um, I was fortunate enough I wasn't riding on Boxing Day the day um, uh, at Wolverhampton. So I went back home and see my parents a bit. And yeah, so I, I gave myself a few days actually and just to yeah, go home and relax. And yeah, sort of December can be a busy month really with a lot of the two year olds. We wanted to get a last run into them um, in the plenty of novice races. So it was busy enough throughout December. Um, so, yeah, it's just nice to take a little bit of downtime off. Um, try not to eat too much and put on too much weight, but, yeah, just enjoy myself as well. So um, I had a good time and seeing all my old school friends and everything. So it's just nice, it's a nice, nice time of year, really. Um, yeah, but yeah now, now it's a new year. It's going to be um, picking up again and, yeah, hopefully only, only a few months away till we'll be back at Doncaster. Yeah, and on the subject of New Year, any New Year's resolutions? Um, no, not really, to be honest. Just, yeah, ride as many wins as we can or whatever. And yeah, just yeah, keep, 
keep a head down. And yeah, this is my first, it's actually my first winter riding in England for the last seven years. I've been, been abroad the last seven winters. So, um, yeah, trying to yeah, make some more contacts and um, make some new contacts. And, and yeah, so sort of progress throughout the, my, my, my own career, really. What were you like at school and what was your favourite subject? <laughs> I'd say I was probably very average at everything at school. Um, probably favourite subjects. Probably easy to say, sort of something like PE. I like, always, always, always like sports and everything. Um, but yeah, I was, probably, I was probably very average at everything at school. I didn't excel in anything, but I don't think it disappointed him too much. Have you got any unusual hobbies? No, not really, to be honest. Um, to the outside of racing, obviously, really busy with the racing, so you don't have much time for anything else. But I love watching, love watching the football. So uh, yeah, love yeah. So sort of football would be my 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 main hobby and play a little bit, but um and yeah, go go and go and watch many, many games I can, but I it's just difficult when you when we are riding with we're that we're that busy, we don't have too much time for much else. So who do you support then? Um Liverpool. Liverpool really, yes, yeah, so that's where my whole family are. And yeah, if you yeah, so try try and get to many games we can, but it's sort of difficult. So if we're riding at Chester Wolverhampton on the on a Saturday and there's a Sunday game we we we, we get up for them. Oh so you have been you've been to Anfield then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah been I've been a lot. Yeah, I go I go as much as I can. Have you got a tattoo? No, no, I, I, I wouldn't get one either. I'm not, I'm not a fan of tattoos. <laughs> what is your favourite race course and why? Uh, oh, good question. <clears throat> Two years, I, lo- I, lo- I love riding down here in Newmarket. Um, probably the July course, especially in the summer. So it's a lovely track. I've had some luck there and, yeah, sort of, I my first ever stakes winner down in here at the July course, and yeah, I've had had a bit of luck there. Yeah, I really enjoy riding down there. It's um, it's, it's not the easiest track to ride, and I think it sort of makes you think. And it can it, it can be a fair enough track, and it sort of yeah, it it, it takes a bit of riding. So no, I I enjoyed riding around there. What do you remember about your first ride under rules? My f- first ride under rules was on the twenty fifth of May two thousand fifteen. On, in a seven furlong claim at Leicester on a fairly good annual delight. I remember it well. It was my my sponsor, who still sponsors me now, is a great sports of mine, Andrew Turner. Uh, he owned the filly. And yes, yeah, I think she finished fifth, ran well. And yeah, sort of it all happened very quickly, but I no, really enjoyed the experience. And um, yeah, so I learned a lot from it. Who is your sporting hero and why? Oh, good question. Um, Probably wouldn't have one. We're in growing up watching racing in terms of, I always used to love watching the jump racing as a kid. So Ape McCoy, I just thought he was brilliant on the back of a horse. Um, the way he got behind a horse and never gave up was incredible to watch. But then obviously sort of with the football, Stephen Gerrard, you see someone like him, like the, the commitment he had to his career and everything and the way he managed to lift the whole team and everything was, it was also incredible to watch. So yeah, so between those two. So have you ever ridden over hurdles? Never, uh, never, no, no, never, never, never ridden over hurdles. I'd love to ride in that flat jockey's hurdle race, but just net, as I've been away for the last seven winters, I've never been here for it. It's always sort of in the winter. Um, but yeah, no, I sort of, yeah, I, no, I, enjoy, I enjoy riding on the flat. I enjoy um, sort of more how tactical it can be. Um, I really enjoy that side of race riding rather than sort of, yeah, the, the jumping sort of comes across a bit, bit, bit slower and you've got a little more time. But I, I really enjoy sort of the, the fast-paced nature of um, flat racing. So when's this hurdle race for the flat jockeys then? Can we I get you in this, this year? I, I, I'm not too sure if they had it this year. They, it's usually end, end November, December time, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that... 
for some reason, I don't think they had it this year. Um, they said they were struggling to get jockeys to ride in it um, a few years ago. It was a shame. Oh, so you're putting yourself out there as being one of the jockeys now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If anyone's got a horse, I would, yeah, as long as it's a good jumper, I'll do it next year. If you could ride any horse in history, who would it be? It can be flat or jumps. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably it's pretty easy as a flat jockey to say, probably Frankel. Um, I would say it'd be, yeah, I'd say either jockey, probably say him or see the stars or flat jockey, flat, flat jockey. Um, but I just, yeah, the, how explosive he was. Um, he, he probably took a little bit of settling, but yeah, the, when you click the bus and there's no, I mean, no, no other horse like him, and I'd be very surprised if you see another one like him the way he, um, a turn of foot he had um, to put a put a race to bed over a mile and to be able to do a mile and a quarter or two was just it's unbelievable. And now I know you're a football fan. Are Liverpool going to come in the top four? No, no, no. Sorry, unfortunately not. No, it's going to be um, it's going to be a long season, but um, yeah, sort of not the most enjoyable. So Elka, we've just heard the horse that George would ride if he could ride any horse in history. What horse would you ride? And why? Oh, my God. I've never thought about that. Uh, off the top of my head, oh, there's so many to decide from. But if I really go back as a childhood memory, I think it would be, this is really off the wall, um, Ferdinand. I think it was a 1987 Kentucky Derby winner or 86, William Shoemaker, Charlie Whittingham. I was tiny then. I don't know. It's my first uh, memory of horse racing. And joining us again on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast is Debbie Nichols, a Vantage Point Racing Club member. What horse would you like to ride and why, Debbie? Do you know, I think you know me well enough to know what I'm going to say. In the days when I happily galloped flat out into hedges, I would pick Sada Gruji, Jeremy Moore's incredible chestnut, um, uh, uh, who I travelled all the way to Chelsea see um when he got his moment in the limelight and all the jockeys came out to uh clap him back in now i would pick snow leopardess because she's just like a battleship of a horse and she never looks like tipping up or falling or whatever else and i wouldn't care if i didn't win so they would be my horses thank you debbie and talking about mares ilka how is just once? She's doing great. Stefan took her over to France. Uh, she Hara de Clairefontaine, which is like um, I don't think that qualifies as Normandy anymore. It's you go all the way past uh, Deauville. He took her over there on Sunday, the eleventh of December. Yeah, everything went well. It was you know Sundays is always a good day to travel, and she settled in nicely. He told them like, oh, watch out because she's pretty, she's a dominant mare when she's with other ones, but she's been behaving and, and um, it's always like no news is good news type thing too. But yeah, we, um, she is like, um, she is a dominant person. So you need to get her into the new group gradually and they have nice, it's a great facility. I Google them, look them up. Um, It's beautiful, big stalls and she, um, she settled in good, so she'll stay there. She's her last cover was May fifth, so she'll be due to fall in April. Um, it, she's a maiden mare. Obviously, you never know what's going to happen, but you know her spirits are high. So we'll see what she 
thinks when she has a little fall there. She's in fall to the 2015 ARC winner, Golden Horn, whose progeny have been doing very well on the national hunt scene recently. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, definitely touted to be the next the next um, superstar for for national hunt. He's had a lot of success. He's not just the ARC winner; he's also the Derby winner. He's a beautiful horse. Yeah, he's had success on the flat, but not quick enough. And then um, people like to redirect them quickly as well. So um, it's, it'll be a nice dual purpose baby. We'll see we'll, we'll, where we go from there. And still your plan to return just once to, to racing again. Yes. Yeah, so she's going to fall in France. So we have French premiums for the fall. The fall will stay there. And once it's time to um, get her weaned, we'll bring her back this summer. I mean, it's such a long-term plan. I was thinking about it the other day. I said, oh, and in, in one year from now, we'll be training her again. So we'll bring her back after she falls. And then I'll see if we, we will have to, you know, bring her back into work gradually walking and, and swimming. She loves to swim. She's a good swimmer. Maybe I'll take her to, there's a few facilities um, in or around New Market that have water treadmills. We'll bring her back. And um She'll race again. I mean, it's a bit, a bit of a crazy idea, but well, we're halfway there now, so it's very long term. And there's still, like we said, uh, we've mentioned it before previously on the um, podcast. I'm doing a breeding syndicate with her, so one um, percent, which are you know, it's kind of like beef part of the journey. One percent share of the offspring from like now until the end of 2027. For 1,600 pounds, uh, you know, so like you're really part of the whole birth and foaling and yearling. And, you know, it'll go, it'll take us wherever it takes us. We don't know if, you know, somebody makes us an offer or if we start off on the flat or if we go down the bumper route and, the, and jumping right away. As every, anything is possible. Well, it sounds like a great opportunity, especially with the way Golden Horn's progeny are performing at the moment. And also, with the chance of that top tipster, Nick Schofield, riding uh, just once, just once again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he does. I think he has a special place for her in his heart, and um, I, she does have unfinished business on the track. So fingers crossed. I mean, her injury wasn't really that um, severe, so I don't really think it's going to be an issue bringing her back, like you know, body wise, physical wise, but. It is just it's because it's such a long term plan. You're always like, yeah, yeah, it was. It's just crazy, but you need to make plans, right? And age wise, just remind listeners how old Just Once is. She's six now. She just turned six. And we also got to announce the competition winner from episode six of the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. When the question was, "What road do you find St Wendred Stables?" The answer, of course, Hamilton Road, and the winner was Ian Barker. And I believe you've been in contact with Ian. Yeah, he emailed in the answer. I got in touch with him. He'd actually already one time um, this year been to the yard through. We do these uh, yard visits with Virgin Experience. So we call them like VIP stable visits. Uh, if you go on the Virgin Experience website, you can book them there. And he was one of the guests. And I think I, what I did was I I emailed everybody like a, a short, um, you know, thanks for coming and 
this is my the podcast that I do. So that's, I think, how he found out about it. But let's ask him, really. And um, yeah, that was an easy answer for him to answer because he's been here already. He didn't ha even have to look it up. And uh, I sent them the mug. And even though it was with Royal Mail, it got there before Christmas, which is a miracle. Because the funny thing is, I've been uh, receiving Christmas cards all last week. And people said, oh, my God, I sent that three weeks ago. And they probably thought I wasn't, you know, I'd say like, oh, thanks for the Christmas card. I got it yesterday. And they were like, what? Yeah. So for some reason, the mug made it there. So that's great. Well, that's good news. And hopefully we can get Ian on uh, the podcast for episode eight. Yeah, good idea. So, Elka, for the first episode of the Vantage Point Racing Club for 2023, I thought we should remind listeners more about the club again. When did the club actually start? Well, just once was the horse that initiated the club, and that was back in 2020. We only had her in the beginning, and then it um, grew from there, and we got more and more horses. And um, it's been pretty successful. So the club's had winners on the flat and uh, over the jumps. Yeah, the club is um, 20 pounds a month. And maybe people, when they read the program or the racing post, you see different forms of ownership. So there's uh, racing clubs, which is a monthly or annual subscription. The club owns the horse, not the members. So that means it's like non-equity that therefore like the, um, you know, the annual subscription is low because um, it's just like a, like a social club. And then there's syndicate uh, type ownership, which is um, like a syndicate manager handles all the administration and people actually own equity shares in horses, like 5%, 10%, 25%. That's up to the each syndicate. There's all kinds of uh, pieces of the pie. Then there's there are partnerships. And uh, in partnerships, again, you, you own the horse, a different percentage of each horse, but every person like the ownership is registered as a partnership and therefore every person that owns that is a partner is also registered as an owner at Weatherby's and all the costs and fees come in and out of your racing account so in the syndicate the the manager has more you know work to to do all the admin and you've also got members of the Vantage Point Racing Club who are also part of your syndicates Yes, I have um, one person as part of the breeding syndicate and also part in once a day. Um, I'm doing um, like 10, 10 and 5% shares in that colt. He, uh, he won back in December. He's now a three-year-old colt. We're going to have a lot of fun with him this year. Actually, two, two members of the racing club have a share in once a day. And then we have Miss um, Bella Brand, uh, which is a partnership and there's shares available in her as well. Uh, and um, two of those partners are um, also in the vantage point racing club. So it's great to have like that type of support. And um, it's also nice when you start in a club, you know, it's, it's low, there's no risk for it. You can, you can dip your toe into the experience, see if you like it. And then when you start actually then taking maybe a 10% or 20% share in a horse, it's it's another level up and then uh, the next level up i guess is when that horse runs in your own colors uh it doesn't matter where it is it's something very special so the racing club is is like a taster for for something more really 
Yeah, exactly. It's like what you know. You you can join it in a year. You're if it's up, you don't like it or whatever. You you don't do it again, or you 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 can create friendships for life. And um, it's I think you know almost every trainer has some form of club at their yard. And I think if as long as they're not like thousands of members, you know, it, it is um, it's, a, it's a very personal thing, and and you um, you just meet like-minded people. And then you can take it from there. And like I said, every syndicate, it doesn't always have to be 10%. It's 5%. Some people do 2.5%. Right now, I'm just doing... Uh, I like to keep it simple enough. When you uh, slice up the pie too much, then you have too much time running around doing admin stuff. So when I do... T- 10% is like a nice manageable number of people. So that's how I, I usually like to do it. And you mentioned a horse earlier, Miss Bella Brand. She's been very successful. Oh, yeah. she She's um, only ever been out of the money twice. Uh, she pays her own way. She's made, um, she's she's rated 72 now, but she's made, I don't, and I don't think you see a lot of horses that have made that type of money in England. We all know that the prize money isn't great. So a horse in her, with her type of rating that's made over, 38,000. You got to be ultra consistent to do that. And we have plans for her. There's, we still have improvement left in her. She's a great horse. If every horse had her mentality, uh, you know, it makes your job so easy when they have the the will to run well. And and she always gives a hundred percent. And for the first episode of 2023, and one of our Vantage Racing Point Club members, Debbie Nichols, just remind her, Listeners, Debbie, what it's like to be a member. And unless it's a bitterly cold day like it was at Southall two weeks ago, when, to be honest, it's actually still a joy, um, I, I think it gives the most amazing insight into, well, you do feel like an owner. You feel like an owner because you've got your ticket, you're in the paddock, um, you engage with the jockey, uh, you get the first-hand feedback from Ilka or Stefan, uh, and it's um, it is the most cost-effective way I think to to tempt people into that. Like, and it's an inner sanctum. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You know, going into that paddock is incredibly special. Um, so even even when the temperature dropped at Southall, it, it or, or or you may say Southwell, um, it was it was still a joy to be there. And also going a bit further to syndicate ownership, um, syndicate. There's been quite a few syndicate winners lately, Debbie. There, they have, and and the thing, the nice thing about it is how popular they they they're becoming visibly, and I think it encourages folk to think, well, good lord, I I, I could actually do that. The the racing coverage um, loves the syndicate because I think. I think it's recognised that that's the way it's it's actually got to go, and, and it's not it's not just about thinking that you're owning a winner, but it's the social aspect I think that it that it brings. You you see a host of people in the paddock, um, the ordinary people that otherwise would be standing outside the rails looking in, and I and I think it's that meeting people as well, and it allows it allows race courses to encourage. That group ownership and that group um, collective that that I, I honestly think it's the way that racing's going to have to go. It, it's become affordable, and I think that's a major, major step forward. 
And Elka, back to the Vantage Point Racing Club, there's a great camaraderie between the members, you know, the, the WhatsApp page, the videos, the photos that people exchange with each other. Yeah, the nice thing about it is we have members from all up and down the country, even um, uh, actually some from abroad. And uh, everybody keeps everybody, you know, you can't, depending on where the horse runs, not everybody can get there. And um, the people that are there keep the other ones um, up to date and send them pictures. And then I try to always have a, well, we always have an owner's open day just for owners. And then they can, some people, you know, that haven't been able to come to the races can at least meet each other. And other people have gone to the races with each other multiple times. Uh, it's very, it's yeah, special. It's nice. Nice, nice bunch of people. Thanks for joining me again, Ilka and Debbie, on the first Vantage Point Racing Club podcast for 2023. Also to remind listeners to follow us on Twitter at Vantage point rac and also to subscribe to the podcast on apple google spotify or stitcher yeah great and hit that like and subscribe button and tell all your friends about it really appreciate it and i must also thank uh, george wood the cambridgeshire winning jockey for his short q a when i found out how much he loves going to anfield to watch liverpool football club well, he's probably a little bit uh, frustrated with some of their results at the moment. It just shows you can't win every time out, doesn't it, Stephen? Yeah, he won't be very pleased about last night's 2-2 draw against Wolves in the FA Cup third round. You guys lost me there. I don't do I don't do football. Soccer. Yeah, Germany don't Germany don't do football, Debbie, do they? When Germany plays and it's always good when it's Germany against France or Germany against England. The flags come out. But uh, other than that, it's all going right over my head. We're not talking about Germany, England. <laughs> Memories are still fresh. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's only it's only about uh, eighteen months ago, so we won't forget. <laughs> yeah. Thanks everybody for tuning in. It's always great having you listening into our podcast. And um, the year's only getting started. We got tons of plans and ideas for 2023. And tune in next time because I'm working on a nice uh, event thingy in the spring. I don't want to give anything away. I'm just um, putting together all the logistics of it all. And it'll be great to meet as many listeners as possible um, on a nice sunny day in the summer, springtime. Thank you so much and have a great week. Join the Vantage Point Racing Club today. Watch the horses that you put your money in run their race. Free racing tickets. Meet the horses and the team, including the jockey, trainer, physio, and everyone else. Come to open days and get a welcome gift. Get weekly updates on all the horses in the club. New to racing? Not to worry. You will learn all about it. Ask questions anytime. Tune into my month-to-month podcast featuring racehorse ownership, info, and more. All just for £20 a month. We look forward to meeting you here at St. Wendrick's. If you love racing, come and share it. 